everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. As always, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you so much to every single one of you who listens to the podcast, who shares the podcast, who leaves a uh, review, who sends me an email, a message, whatever it may be. This has just been such a breath of fresh air to have this community. I feel like now so more than ever, it has, especially I think when it's your business, but also when it's just a place that, I don't know, I have this passion, as a lot of you know, to help others, but also to connect. I don't want it to just be this message that I can put out there from a podcast or an Instagram post or a future book. I want to be able to connect and create a community. And that is something that is so important to me. Um, I think that's also one thing I'm really excited about my next business venture, which uh, I know a lot of you guys have been waiting for the reveal. I just want to make sure it actually comes to fruition. Um, That next business venture, I really want it to be about my community and your guys' stories and uh, being able to just share in something together. So Anyways, I just appreciate you guys, and I think that this has definitely been a space that has allowed me to lean into thoughts and feelings. It's also a place that I can maybe continue to grow from, whether it's a following or a download or whatever it may be. So anyways, I just wanted to say thank you, and I feel like every week it is definitely just a a sit-down chat. You guys know I press record and just kind of talk. I do want to bring interviews back in because I think there's some topics I can just expand on better when I have a friend on with me to expand upon a topic or maybe talk about something that they know more about. So anyways, definitely seeking to get into that. Just still figuring out childcare. Little man was home with me for the last uh, two and a half weeks because um, the lady who watches him, her and her little one were sick and then Caden got sick. And so as a lot of you know, it's just you got to keep him home. So anyways, today has honestly... I don't want it to seem like a downer topic at all, but it's just something that I have been feeling lately with life feeling hard and life feeling heavy. And this has nothing to do with what's going on in the world. Oh, there's Malibu. As you guys know, it's going to happen with the pups in the background, so I apologize. But I think it's inevitable. Life is going to be hard. The world is going to feel heavy. Those are kind of things that I think we can just count on. Obviously, you guys know I focus on mindset. So a big thing can be, how we choose to perceive things, how we choose to uh, let our energy be impacted by it. But lately, so I've just felt a little bit like my everyday life, like my in-home life has just felt hard. And I don't know if it's that quote-unquote year end. I don't know if it's the holidays coming up, which typically they are my favorite time of the year. I absolutely love them. But they do bring on that financial strain and they do bring on, um, you know, it's Casey's busy season. So it's kind of like, okay, how are we going to let a lot of these traditions unfold? Um, do we have childcare for certain things? Do we want to pay for that certain thing? Um, and I don't want it to always come back to money, but I think sometimes when we are looking at 
Uh, maybe it's a goal we're trying to carry out. Maybe it's your health and fitness journey and you're just like, gosh, I want those supplements, but I don't know if I should spend my money on it. Or I really want to invest in that business venture, but I don't really know what the dollar value looks like in terms of what that investment looks like. Or Maybe it's just creating more of a homey space and you want to get that new couch or those new throw pillows. Gosh, you guys, I went to Target the other day, did not realize throw pillows can be up to like $30 and that's just for like a regular throw pillow. So one of my girlfriends did tell me to go to Ross, so I definitely need to check that out. But we are in the middle of trying to figure out what we're doing with our house. We are currently still renting, which is totally fine, but I do think that in itself puts these unspoken pressures. Um, I don't know about any of you, but I feel like there's always this underlying money talk and nobody has it, right? Nobody wants to have the conversation. Nobody wants to open up about how much they paid for their home or what what was the down payment or how much do you make in a year or what the heck does it cost to be an adult? Because it's obviously very different for everybody. But I feel as though I kind of have like I don't know, like this curtain in front of me where I feel like I just don't understand adulting and I wanted to talk about it because I'm in my 30s, Casey's in his late 30s, we have a kid, we are renting our home, we don't own our home and we're still figuring out how much it costs to live and can we afford that new roof or you know whatever it may be and if we buy our house, can we afford everything that would come with it? So Again, this is not a downer topic. I think it's just sometimes recognizing that we aren't alone in these thoughts and some of these taboo topics. um, Again, this is just me talking about financial stuff, but taboo topics of relationships and struggles and marriage and struggles and parenting and struggles, or maybe it's your business and you're like, gosh, how long did it actually take that person to be successful? And what does successful mean? Casey and I were talking about that the other day. And I don't know. So we're from a small town or Casey's from a different small town, but both of us are from small towns. And I loved on Friday nights after the football games in high school, we would always go back to one of our friends' homes and the guys would watch the film of the game all over again and us girls would just hang out. But whatever house we were at, the the parent always would order in pizzas for all of us. And uh, I was telling Casey, I was like, gosh, I would love if if our home could be that way, if our home could be bring all your friends over, you know, have it be a safe place where kids can come and hang out. You have the downstairs, we can order in pizzas. And that's a financial thing that I would love to be able to do, right? I would love to be able to um, just know that it can be a safe house. We can, um, whether that's having the Netflix accounts or the big screen TV or whatever it is, I just want to be able to offer that to our kids or our kids' friends. And so for me, that is a level of what I would consider success. Or maybe you go out to dinner with friends and you want to be able to pay for the bill, right? You want to be able to order the extra round of drinks or order the extra round of appetizers and be able to pay for it and not have it be that like, I don't know, mental strain. Um, But I just feel like this is some stuff that people don't talk about. And so last week I was sitting downstairs with my assistant and we were in my back back room of the house. I've shown it a few times on our Instagram story. Um, But we currently, we absolutely love our home and it has a ton of space, but it's space that is just used very differently than what we currently need. When my parents built this house 30 years ago or 27 years ago, you know, home offices were not a thing. It was just, you have your bedrooms, you have your bathrooms, and you have your great rooms for you to build memories in. And I love that. But we definitely need space now for 
a home office for me, um, just some separation. I am currently in the spare bedroom of the upstairs. So it's like three bedrooms up here and then we have a guest bedroom downstairs. Then we have this random back area in our house that we use for like water ski equipment. Um, And I told Casey, I was like, you know, I think we could maybe make this doable for me to make an office back here. A lot of our friends and family who come over don't even know this place exists. It's like there's a door behind the gym and you just don't even know that it's back there. So it'd be kind of secluded. And I think that would be wonderful. So anyways, I was back there with my assistant. We're just sitting there and trying to clean it up because I want to rip up the carpets and we have some leftover tile flooring or the the fake floor, what's it, LVP. We have some leftover from when we did our um, bedroom and nursery when we first moved in a couple years ago. So uh, anyways, we're sitting back there and I was just like, we sat down on the floor and I was like, gosh, like why does life just seem so hard sometimes? Like, Like not going about your day hard, but like, oh my gosh, this adulting thing can be so hard. Uh, It's, you know, I know it takes money to make money. That's something that my mom always said, and I really resonate with that. And in that sense, it's like, I need childcare in order to do my job, right? So childcare costs money. So it takes money to make money. If you want to create a home office, Yes, there's so many incredible DIYs and you don't need to hire somebody out or anything like that. We learned that. We did reach out to a contractor to help us with a few changes and additions we wanted to do. And we had our little small dream quickly shut down for the time being because we just recognized that we could make certain things work for us in our current situation. And um, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. That's a season of life that we're in and we are choosing to kind of ride this I don't want to call it a struggle because it's not a struggle, but we're trying to ride this season of life as um, that learning place and that place that we can grow from and maybe teach Caden lessons from it, right? So I uh, was sitting down there and I was uh, telling Ange, my assistant, I was like, gosh, you know, I just feel like it's one thing after another. I mean, it's, I do you guys ever feel like you get to this place in life and you're like, okay, finally, like those big bills are done or okay, finally, these big investments are done. This is the month that we're going to be able to save or this is the month that we're finally gonna be able to like be in the green a little bit and then life happens and you're like, oh my gosh, haha. Like somebody's laughing at me because that's not the case. And so I think that that's just life, right? Like that is where we're at. That's adulting. But I also think that, I am, like Casey and I were talking about it, we're like, let's allow this to be some memories. Like we have to, you know, make a, I call them like bowl dinners, like where you take it with you kind of a thing. So let's have a a bowl dinner, go downstairs, do the clean out process, you know, take this step by step, but let us do it. Let it be our man hours. And I, you know what, if that's a lot of you guys are like, oh, that's our normal thing awesome. That is so amazing. I have definitely not been a handy person. I've also not been in a situation where I've had to kind of reconfigure a house that I'm living in, but we know that we want to have another kiddo and we we don't have a bedroom for another kiddo. We, I'm sitting here, as you guys know, in my office that is currently cluttered with also strollers and a, roll, a closet rolling rack for try-on hauls that usually is in our bedroom, but I'm like, I cannot have my bedroom being a space of work right now. I need to kind of move on with that. But I just feel like sometimes those topics of finances or struggles in relationships or maybe it is moving on to like, are we going to have that second kid? Where is our marriage at? Like, should we have that second kiddo? Should we have our first kiddo? Are we ready for marriage? Are we ready for engagement? I just feel like a lot of these topics that people maybe glaze over or they reflect on them after right like after it's said and done they're just taboo topics like I or I feel like sometimes on social media they are so 
um, overly talked about from a perspective that it just doesn't seem genuine. And I, I, I like no offense to anybody at all. Like if you are somebody who is open about that and that is your niche and that is your topic, that is amazing. I just feel like sometimes it seems, I don't even know if like disingenuous is a word. I just feel like sometimes it gets so over talked about that it's like, okay, well, what is that current struggle? Like I, I don't know. So I feel like there's these topics that a lot of us feel are taboo and we don't want to bring up. Um, I was talking with one of you guys actually on Instagram last week about um, marriage. And one of you asked, you know, uh, you said that you have a new kiddo. I think it's, I think your little one's like three months old. Or I had talked to somebody else who has a nine month old and you guys were genuinely just asking like, you're like not to like invade or anything, but how actually is your marriage? Like how has it been to, uh, you know, have that, uh, change happen. And then I did briefly, I think, say on a podcast or on my story, just how we want to make sure our relationship is strong before bringing in kiddo number two, very similar to what we did before kiddo number one. But I will admit, I think the transition into parenthood was a lot harder on us than I expected. But parenting was a lot harder on me than I expected. Some people do wonderful, you guys. Some people, the transition is not hard at all. That is amazing. But I did see this quote the other day, or it was a post, but it was obviously her caption. So a quote from her, she was saying how her and her husband co-parent. Her husband is not a babysitter. And I don't know why, but I was like, oh my gosh, I definitely know that sometimes when I ask Casey to do things or when I like really want to leave the house for a little bit to go get my nails done or whatever, I almost treat him as if he is a babysitter because I feel bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. I will only be gone for two hours. I just need to go and do this. And it's like, wait, he's parenting with me. And if I approach the situation from a babysitter perspective, why would he want, why would he assume he's anything more than a babysitter? Right. And I haven't had, I have not had this chat with him at all. I saw this quote yesterday afternoon. I actually sent it to one of my girlfriends and I was like, gosh, I think that sometimes I definitely don't approach Casey as a co-parent. I approach him as a babysitter. And that could be because he's gone so much with work that I don't want to burden him with the parenting side of things when he is home. But in the end, I'm like, oh, wait, (laughs) that's kind of something I expect. Like I married this, I married this incredible human being. He is an incredible father. I need to give him that, you know, that energy and that need of him being a parent, not a babysitter. But I think sometimes, you know, with life being hard and with life just sometimes going fast, right? And us learning as we're going, I think sometimes we don't recognize what we actually need. And so for us, I know in terms of a need, we had to take a step back with some of the finances to be like, okay, we have a lot of wants right now, but what do we need? And I think that's the same thing with parenting, you know, it's or a marriage or a relationship or a business partner. You can have these needs and these wants, but being able to verbalize them and communicate them is another whole topic. Um, and I don't think it's bad to have the wants. I can definitely lean into my wants in life, but I do think it's important for me to step back and recognize my needs because then it allows me to have time to verbalize those needs and to really dive into it. So for us with, you know, redoing some of the stuff in the house, I have all these wants. I would love to bring in a interior designer or just a designer in general to help make things seem a little bit more cohesive. I love our home, but like the shelves on the bar, I've been really wanting to decorate for a long time. They just have a lot of random knickknacks from like literally their shelves holding stuff right now. It's not, 
I don't know, it's just not styled and I don't have that eye. I would also love to be able to redo our bathrooms. They're just older. They have the darker, you know, we painted our cabinets, but just one of our bathrooms, like the faucet doesn't work on one side and just all these things. But it was like, okay, those are definitely wants. They are not needs. Uh, Would I love to do a big addition on the house so I can have that office and feel removed and have that bonus room for toys? Absolutely. But that is a want that I feel like right now we maybe don't need. There is space in our house that we can definitely make work and we can enjoy until we move forward a little bit and see what life with two kiddos looks like or what life with toddlers looks like. Um, But I don't know. I just feel like right now, I think maybe with the holidays coming up, uh, I've just been seeing more dollar signs everywhere. And life is so much more than money. I I will obviously, I mean, I think we all can agree. But I also think we'd be lying if we said that money didn't cause us stress sometimes and it didn't cause us worry. Uh, Maybe it's, you know, you are fortunate enough to be able to donate. So then you're like, okay, well, how much should I donate? Or maybe it's the holiday season and you want to sponsor a couple of families. So you're like, oh gosh, okay, where do I draw that line? Or, you know, maybe we do an extra family that we didn't get to do last year. Or maybe it's just simply, you know, going into the holiday season of what gifts do you get each other? And so I know Casey and I, we've talked about, we've talked about it with our family, actually. We love doing experiences. So like Casey's birthday is on Christmas also. So I think sometimes I feel that pressure, but we love doing experiences. So it can be money towards something done together, whether it's going to a play, whether it's a night out, whether it's a night at a hotel, those types of things, because it's kind of like balling up a date night and an experience and a gift all in one. But I don't know, I feel the weight of this season of the year. I feel the weight of all of my goals. You guys know we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, having that manifesting and putting things into an actual vision board, whatever it may be. And I think with a lot of that, with a lot of us, sometimes that also comes with, you know, maybe having that pay raise or that increase or having that business actually take off from, you know, the ground and actually become something so you're not just in the red. And I do think that I naturally just have fears because I have so many things, I don't know, getting ready to come to fruition, whether it's my book actually being out there, whether it's announcing this new business, um, whether it's having another kiddo. Um, I know that for me holds its own fears. I definitely have lately been getting that that fear of uh, miscarriage or pregnancy loss or any of that just because we were so fortunate to get pregnant so fast with Caden, I just didn't take the time to process our loss. Um, and now with us wanting to start trying some point next year, I think I'm just like diving into a lot. Like baby has been on my mind a lot, which I think then also comes finances, you know, cause it's like, okay, we need to create a room. Oh, that means I need to move my office. Oh, that means we need to redo those things. And so I think it's just that you know, the domino effect of it. Um, But I just wanted to have that honest chat with you guys because again, maybe it's not money. Maybe it's a conversation you're trying to have with somebody. Maybe it is taking that next step. I think that life can feel hard for a lot of us, um, but that's hard for us to admit. And I think that if we have those conversations and I think that if we allow ourselves to um, understand that those things that feel hard, we don't need to fear them. If we fear something that might seem hard, I think that sometimes we don't recognize the emotions that come along with it. I think that when we actually recognize it, that's when it it becomes more, I don't know, I think it becomes helpful to recognize what we think is 
hard. We do not need to fear the hard times, but recognize that we're going through them. Um, I think for me, that's what's helpful. So as you guys know, like sitting down and pressing record, that's definitely my therapy. It's my way of recognizing like, hey, things feel hard right now and they feel a little heavy and I feel a little uncertain. I also think I feel these pressures of, well, I'm in my 30s. I have a kid. Shouldn't I own my home? Shouldn't I be financially stable? Shouldn't I have retirement figured out? Like all of these things. And I don't. And I just think that it's something that I feel comfortable talking about on here. But I also feel like sometimes when you open up about vulnerable things on social media, like on an Instagram platform, it just gets taken the wrong way. It's like, oh, girl, you're going to figure it out. You've got this. And while that's so wonderful, like, thank you for the support. That's also not what I'm getting at. I'm just like, oh, gosh, is anybody else like feeling kind of like a hot mess adult? Like, does anybody else have it figured out? Because I don't think anybody does. And if you do, awesome. Like that is so wonderful. I know my girlfriend, Laura, I freaking adore her. And she is an accountant and or no longer, but former accountant. Her husband's an accountant. And I always reach out to her with like, how do I adult and how do I save and how much does this cost? And, you know, what do I do? And I think that that's something I was on the phone with my best friend the other day from Montreal and she, her and her husband just bought a home and she was telling me how they had to get a new roof. And I was like, girl, how do you like, and I, like her and I are five or six years apart. She's five or six years younger than me. And I'm just like, I, uh, I love you. Like I appreciate when people can just adult, but also be like, oh my gosh, we didn't know we had to do this, this, and this until we actually went through the process, right? Like we don't learn about this stuff in school. And I think that that's so unfortunate because I feel like it's not until we have one foot in and we're still continuing to move forward. And we're like, oh wait, like I'm sorry, what? Like, this is what the process is? Um, So anyways, if you guys are in that process of any of it, whether it's, again, you guys know, you can literally apply this to anything. Maybe you didn't realize your health and fitness journey was going to be so up and down and side to side and back and forth until you took that first step forward, right? And I think that's also the process of starting a new business or purchasing a home or building a home, or maybe it's just having that conversation with somebody in your life that you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. And you like take that step forward. And then all of a sudden it's not the way you intended the conversation to go. Um, I think that's normal. I think that's life, but I definitely think sometimes I fear hard, um, whether it is that hard of the learning process or that hard conversation or the hard financial budgeting. Um, I fear it sometimes because I don't know what it entails. So if that's you, don't let it, make you afraid to take that step. Don't let it make you afraid to dream big. Um, I just want us all to know that I think that, I don't know, I just know that we're not alone in it. And I know that I'm not alone in these huge goals and these huge, huge dreams that I have for myself. And um, I think it's okay if life feels hard, but I also think it's really important to admit it and recognize it. And I don't want any of you guys to feel alone if you're like, does somebody else feel this way or does somebody else feel uncertain? And because um, I, I definitely do. And I definitely know that it's going to continue to grow, whether it is, you know, a new financial thing that I'm trying to afford or whether it's a new hurdle in my marriage that I'm trying to work past or maybe it's actually, you know, taking that time to build upon my friendships and relationships in my life because that is something I know I deeply need to work on. So anyways, that is all I have for you guys. I just appreciate you guys. And as you know, we're always riding that crazy over easy road of life. We are choosing the crazy route, but I don't want anybody to feel alone on that road that they are on. Um, And I don't always ever want to make myself come off as put together or figured out or whatever it may be because, um, 
I'm proud of myself when I take a step forward, but it's also really hard after you've, you know, done a the cha-cha or something and now you're taking that step forward. So anyways, wherever you're at in life, know that it's exactly where we're supposed to be. I think sometimes that can bring a little bit of relief. Um, so don't overlook where we're at. Let's recognize where we're at, but it's okay if we're just like, I'm sorry, can somebody teach me how to adult? Because... <laughs> I feel like I'm in the midst of it and I feel like I'm supposed to have my stuff together and I have absolutely no idea what this looks like. So without further ado, make it a great day. Thank you so much as always and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Ann Dell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.